5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. Hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right. Uh, hello again, everybody. Nice to be with you here. Final show uh, of the week. Looks like all that's going to work out. Uh, it is the P-Man here. Hello to uh, the cast of uh, dozens today. Uh, first of all, we say hi to the one and only Ben B-Baby Byram. In the hey, Ben. Today. Hey, Ben. Got a big uh, announcement regarding Ben B-Baby Byram here in just minutes. Just I'm minutes excited. away. I get uh, a is big Dom, where's... You do. Where's Dom? Dom Where's is Dom? doing some other work. He is hard at okay. work. Okay. No, that's fine. Dom needs to be working. He's fetching us coffee and getting us donuts. You know, doing what he needs to do. All, all the hey, normal stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know. Big timer. That other voice is the one and only uh, Chris DJC squared Cookie Cook. <laughs> who is uh, Ben? Can you believe he wore a suit all day? He wore it this morning on Talk of the Town. Oh, don't even get me started. First thing. And he's he still says in the I'm, suit. Yeah. First thing he says when I see him today is Ric Flair, baby. He <laughs> shows me a picture, and I'm like, oh, this now, guy's insufferable. Cookie, you realize, you know, we're not on any kind of video with this show because it's a radio show. We're not, you know, I decided the last thing Greenville Media needs is another fat middle-aged white guy sitting in a square on a screen talking. I mean, we got enough shows like that, right? Yes, we do. And I no longer have so, the suit on, but this morning was a different case. You know, Cookie does not play well, Ben, with the uh, the, the the bit. No, he doesn't. The gag. Well, he's just not the, a very smart guy. Is what theater of the mind. He's I, Ben. I'm beginning to think you're onto something. I'm not, not going to lie. I'm, bachelor I'm of science. To, he doesn't pick up I'm, on cues at all. Bachelor I'm of science over here. Yeah. I'm, I, oh well, I mean that's you're okay. in good hands. You're in good hands. I'm just he doesn't pick up on the bits very well. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you're in great hands. But but Cookie said he laid out his clothes. Remember yesterday. I said we're gonna lay out. Cookie's gonna lay out his clothes like the first day of school, right? Yeah, he's got his brand new little kicks on, his brand new Skechers. He's well, got his, I'm not gonna show up looking like Hillbilly Jim Bob or he's anything. He's got his parachute like, pants, his propeller hat. He's ready to go. We're on TV. We were on TV. By, by the way, well, okay, that's that's a <laughs> Cookie. Um, well, Patrick, throwing, hey, Cable <laughs> Seven is TV. Patrick loaded up the Magnum and he's he's ready to fire. It. Uh, yeah, okay. Did, did you see me tell you that? Is that <laughs> what? The Cable 7's TV? Right. Don't be hating on Cable 7. Come on. They featured yeah. me. Like I'll, They get my seal of approval just for that. Okay. Well, that's a well, huge red flag. It is. They feature Chris. Little, it was a little questionable. Yes, it's a little questionable. You By the way, Chris, John queue. Rahm. John Rahm has taken uh, a lead, a one-shot lead. He's now six under cookie. Gotcha. Is he doing crazy yeah. trick shots like he often oh, does? Oh, it's between. something. This guy can can play. I mean, he's the world number one for a reason. Um, all right, so uh, before we get to Ben's announcement, uh, 
Thanks to Cookie for being on today. It was great to have Trent McGee yesterday. Thank goodness the Big Hen will be back tomorrow. It's a lot to do that show. Ooh, a lot. Big show, big shoe. Um, do you do you guys, uh, Ben, did you watch the game last night? I did, I did. I was uh, okay. pleasantly surprised. I'm, 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 I'm going to be real. I was very surprised. Yep. And I was uh, thrilled Cookie, with what I saw. Yep, Cookie was there. I, got, I, I did not watch it last night. I was well asleep uh, because I... The hour I got up yesterday and the hour I had to get up today to, you know, get ready to to do the uh, show this morning on uh, 103.7. We're not all tanks uh, but, like me that can go to the game and then well, get up. The great thing about the Plus is you don't even have to record it. You can just go right, right up there and, and, and play that's, the game. And yeah. that's what I did. Yeah, yeah that's what I did. Um, Cookie, by the way, who did take a nap today. So, um, It really we, is the first day of school for him. Like it child. really, really was the first day of school. It's nap time. So. Keep drinking the haterade, baby. I hope it tastes good. Per, perhaps tastes some good. Uh, tapioca pudding in his lunchbox, uh, Ben, for, yeah. for Cookie on the first day of school. But um, you know the, I this is my impression. I went back and watched it uh, during lunch today. I think great team performance, like a really solid team, like a, just. You can't say, oh, one guy just went off and went crazy. That really wasn't the case. Well, right. It was just a, yeah, it was a very good team performance. Great defense. How about both of the seniors really stepping up? Well, they scored the first couple of points, which you can't even, you can't write that any better right there for senior. No, night. that was, yeah. that was nice and it was emotional. I mean, you know, that, that, that good for those guys. I'm, I'm happy for Luigi very much. And David Kasangane is, uh, a nice, uh, young man and uh, a hard worker and uh, is, is a big part of, of the team. I thought uh, well, Ben Biala played pretty well. Yeah. Uh, would have liked to maybe see him play a little more. I thought Dabunje played some great defense, had that block. Uh, obviously, Brandon Johnson's the X factor for this team. Jalen Walker, double-double for him. Um, and uh, I, I thought I thought ECU, particularly Jalen Walker, did a, a heck of a job on Cook because Cook had been on a real heater coming into to Greenville, and uh, it was just was bothered by Jaden Walker's size. So just an overall team win. We'll play the uh, Pirate Report uh, for you coming up. We're also going to give away a pair of tickets to tomorrow's ECU Indiana game at the LeClaire Classic. We'll also give away a pair of tickets to the other two games with the Pirates this weekend. So a pair of ducats to tomorrow and both games this weekend. Indiana tomorrow, Long Beach State on Saturday. And then on Sunday, Georgetown, who is uh, 6-2 and two coming into this thing. And Georgetown, by the way, uh, beat, beat UNCW down in Wilmington Wow, uh, last weekend. So... A tale of two different been, sports. Georgetown, terrible in basketball. Well, it's really been their sport. By the way, it's interesting that there's, there's, you know, there's been some rumblings of who may be coaching at Georgetown or who wants the Georgetown job. Uh-oh. Ricky Patino, little Ricky Patino. Oh, is he back at it again? Jeez. He'd leave Iona. Yeah, that's better than the so game he's got. That's rumored. That's rumored. Um, all right. Well, Ben B. Baby Byram, 
Uh, ben, go ahead and uh, do you, I guess you are you, you it's your announcement, so you should make it. So we've got a major announcement regarding Ben B Baby Byram. So Ben, take it away. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am no longer in the radio game anymore. Uh, next week will be my last week with the PJ Show and IBX, and I'll be moving on to WITN and the TV business. And uh, you know, radio was my first passion. I started this when I was. Just turned 18 years old, coming from a ice cream shop that I believe is closed down now. Just came from nothing, from the streets. Wanted to get in from radio, or wanted to get into radio. Had a true passion for it. Didn't know how to start. Was a terrible student. And uh, Patrick took a chance on me, and I'm forever grateful for that. And and opened up a lot of opportunities for me. So I could say this without a doubt. I consider Patrick a true friend. I consider him like family, and I can't thank him enough for that. And uh, I'm forever grateful for my time here. And there's so many people to thank. But I do want to thank you first and foremost because you took a chance on a uh, 18-year-old kid and really gave him an opportunity to try a lot of different things and really taught me the right way of how to do things in the radio business. And I think that's something that's very overlooked nowadays. I mean, I'm going to throw shots we see in our own market. I mean, a lot of people don't do things the right, uh, right way in radio. And you... You taught me the right way to do it, the professional way to do it, and I'll forever be grateful for that. And I look at what the station was at or where it was at when I first got here, and um, I could be at peace leaving here knowing that I'm leaving it better than when I found it. And um, that that gives me a lot of peace in the fact and the uh, decision to leave. And I even look at the opportunities that the guys that are working here get now. You know, Philip, little old Philip, PA announcer. For baseball every once in a while. I know there's no other thing he'd rather be doing in the world than when he does that. And uh, and I like to think the station played a part in that. The fact he had a platform and got himself out there and he got some experience. He got to do something he really loved. And I look at you doing ESPN+. Plus. A lot of that was your own doing, but I like to give the station on what we built here a little bit of credit for you, know, you being such a public figure in the community as well as your own hard work. And uh, Cookie. Well, Cookie's just doing his thing. I don't really know what Cookie does. Oh, but... brother, this guy stinks! Once again, doesn't get the cues, but... I had to do it. You know, I, I met so many great people here. Um, met a lot of friends. I mean, I don't know if you remember Xavier. Where, yeah, where sure else? Do. Where else in the world or what other job would I would have had where I would have met a person like that and been good friends with somebody like that? Or the same with Derek or Thomas or all these cast of characters we've met over the years. I mean... This this time was a whole lot of fun. Abby. A lot to me. Yeah, Abby, another one, who I still talk to. All these people I still talk to to this day. And to see, like, them going on their own path and what they've done and reflecting back on the years just meant a lot. It's been a long ride, and I'm sad to leave, but I can forever be at peace knowing that we built something here and I played a part in it. So this is my farewell. Well, I mean, you'll be here next week, but yes. yes. Yeah, this yes, is my this is the announcement farewell, that yeah. uh, Ben. Well, uh, certainly I'm very happy for you. Yeah. And uh, Ben, when you hear WIT, Ben will be kind of a behind the scenes guy. No, well, I will I, not. I don't. I don't think Eastern North Carolina television is quite ready for a suited up Ben B Baby Byron. Well, there's a reason why uh, I'm in radio. Let's just put it that. Well, way. <laughs> so there's a reason we'll I was in radio ben, for so long. Uh, You're not a looker. Oh, this guy. <laughs> we're, we're, Good we're luck with this guy. We're happy for Ben. Well, I know. I'm a little worried. We're excited for Ben. Cookie uh, is going to be 
Uh, we're going to give Cookie a shot to kind of be the producer and see how all that goes. But I'll say this, when Ben uh, was thrust into it, mean, he was an intern and he was thrust into it. I came let me home? give a shout to – Yeah, go ahead. My bad. Let me I'm give sorry. a shout to our guy, Wynn Whittington. Yeah, if, absolutely. Uh, Wynn did not come to me uh, advocating for you. And, uh, we He was the connection in all this. So absolutely. shout out to Wynn Whittington. But, um, no, very good stuff. I was glad to have uh, – I was Ben – Ben, the first two days, Ben got thrust into being the producer. I was and he literally got thrust into being the producer. Getting off of school, high school, mind that, not yeah. college, high school. Was getting ready to do my and he internship get us at on four the o'clock. Air. Yeah, four o'clock. I was told I'm the new producer, and that'd right. get ready in an hour. And he couldn't get us on the air. I couldn't. And, yeah, it was uh, terrible. Yeah, but Ben came a long ways, and I was tough on Ben Cookie to begin with. Really, and I'm tough forever on grateful him. that I, I needed it. I, it taught well, me how to do me, things the, right away and take it seriously. I, he still needs I, it. I'm a, See, I'm this a, is a guy that I'm doesn't t- take it seriously and is ruining our little good thing we have <laughs> here. Like, this would be so much better without him. I'm a, a teddy bear. <laughs> I'm a teddy bear, Ben, compared to um, TV news now. That's a tough yeah, game. No, so. absolutely. I, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. It's a tough game. I'll leave TV it at that. TV news is going to yeah. be a tough game. But you'll be fine. It'll be good. I'm, I'm glad it uh, worked out. So, Ben uh, is going to be kind of, uh, you know, just here for the next week, uh, Answering questions to people uh, in the uh, that are going to be kind of filling in for the roles because Ben does a lot with the new Playfly Network as well behind the scenes. He's been uh, a huge addition to that. So uh, Ben has been uh, a real asset here, and we're we're certainly sorry to see uh, see Ben go. The big hint, even the when we announced this, you know, internally, uh-huh. uh, was was sending me a text. Uh, oh wow, you know, hating to see you go. So there you go. Yeah, I don't want to leave, he, but how can I ever miss you if I don't, you know, if I don't say goodbye or leave? Well, yeah. you got to move on. That's that's the yeah. that's the other beautiful thing about this uh, company is that we build up guys and girls and send them on to bigger and better things, and uh, there was a great track record of that. So Brace and Jansen. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, exactly yeah, right I mean, yeah. Guys have been on. Yeah, I mean, those guys recently. are in Philly, and uh, you know, I mean, I've been some places and. Thomas is up in Raleigh now, I think, doing work. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. you're getting big opportunities here recently. I mean, you know, especially with the baseball and the basketball, I mean, you're becoming kind of a household name around here, which is huge. And I, I, nobody, I can't think of anybody else who deserves it more. Well, that's kind of you to say. But today's about Ben, <laughs> who is uh, leaving us to go. WITN steals another one of IBX Media's prize employees. They're always stealing our Yeah, they're not they, yeah, they're not very creative folk when it comes to the talent pool. They well they come to the pipeline. Yeah. So they know they can just come here and you know, we've had a bunch of folks uh, go there over the years who've, who've come through here. Yeah. All right. Um well good stuff. I tell you what, uh let's break up the kumbaya and let's uh stick give to away sports. our uh we'll stick to sports. We'll we never not sports in hard enough. We're going to uh go to uh, caller 5 here at 252-561-GAME. You'll win a pair of tickets to tomorrow's baseball game, plus the games for the Pirates on Saturday and Sunday, plus a Chico's Mexican Restaurant gift card. Chico's next week celebrating its 40th anniversary. Congrats. Uh, all right, 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. We will have uh, caller 5. Good luck. Pirate baseball tomorrow, uh, 4.15 airtime. 
for uh, the first game in the LeClaire Classic for the Pirates as ECU will take on Indiana, the Hoosiers out of the Big Ten. Uh, your uh, chance a minute ago to get tickets to that game and the other games going on this weekend. We're giving away a pair. We did. Uh, our winner is Chris in Winterville, who's with us on the phone line. Congratulations, Chris. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, uh, good for you winning those tickets. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of fun this weekend to be had, I'm sure. Hello, Chris. We got him on. All right, Chris, you there? No, not you, Chris. I, I know that. Chris, did you call in and win the tickets? No, I don't. <laughs> Gosh. All right, that's fine. Chris from Winterville was here. He's gone. So Chris from Winterville is our big winner. Yeah, Congratulations. Chris from Winterville, a.k.a. Cookie, a.k.a. c <laughs> Why would Cookie need tickets to the event? He's, he could get a press Well, no, pass. he's not doing it for the tickets. Oh, you're saying he wanted to get a winner. Oh, I just because I wanted to be the winner. No, you just would. That, I could believe that, but the Chicos as well. That's right up your alley. Uh, oh, that's a good point. Hey, maybe it was me. But Cookie could get to Chico's. We could we could hook him up anytime he wants to go to Chico's. Keep keep an eye on. Big Hen will buy him some Chico's. Oh, I know, absolutely. I'm, I'm yeah, I know he would. Oh, I would love that. All right, uh, let's do a pirate <laughs> report, shall we? And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. It is uh, Mike Swartz with an opening statement following the Pirates' big win over Tulane last night. Great respect for uh, Coach Hunter and his program and the team. Uh, all his players, I've said this before, that uh, what they've done at Tulane is... is you know, they're a model in terms of how he, where he's got the program to be one of the very top teams in this league and to be an NCAA tournament type team. So just so much respect for Coach Hunter and their program. Uh, really proud of our guys. Uh, you know, this is a difficult week coming off of the loss on Saturday, headed into tonight, knowing that we're getting on the road to play them again Friday, and then knowing there's another road game uh, on Sunday. So really proud of the guys for that. There was a huge team emphasis in playing for each other the last few days in, in terms of whatever it takes to play for each other. And at the forefront of it was Luigi Debo and Dave Kasang and I, the seniors, and the guys understanding that, that everything we had tonight was going to be to honor those guys and what they've done for this university, what they've done for the program, and what they've done for Greenville, this community. Uh, we love them and really proud of them, and, and they helped us uh, get this done tonight as well. And uh, in addition to uh, that statement, uh, Coach Schwartz elaborated further on Kasanganai and Luigi Debo. By no means was their start or their minutes was, was not a senior token minutes at all. Both guys have started this season. Both guys have helped us win games, multiple games. I mean, we can, can't even count how many Luigi has helped us win. And Dave, just a few games ago, after not playing for a while, plays 19 minutes at Tulsa and totally changes the game with his defensive effort and helps us win that game. So um, they, everything they did, including start, they've earned. And to your point, to get off to a start and score early in the game, I think it just shows to their consistency of who they are as players and as, as people. Uh, Mike Swartz is talking about the emphasis on defense against an offense that had been uh, outscoring a lot of people this season. Tulane is as dynamic and explosive an offensive team as there is, heck, in the conference for sure and maybe in the country uh, in terms of their players, what they do, their talent, the way they shoot the ball, they can play off the bounce. So there was obviously a huge emphasis building in in terms of game planning that, hey, we're playing an elite offensive team. And if we don't guard, if we don't guard the ball, 
if we don't keep them out of the paint in whatever scheme we use. You know, if, if there was one scheme, whether it was transition defense scheme, whether it was a half-court scheme, that you could always get it done, heck, we'd be really good. Uh, Coach Schwartz, on Jaden Walker's emergence. He feels like he's got command of what we're trying to do. I mean, it's not easy to play against that team as a point guard because they're in 1-3-1, then they're back in their matchup zone, then off a ball screen they're trying to trap, then they're icing it, sending the ball screen down one time, the next time they're using the big and they're catching it in the middle. So you have to make those reads as a point guard. And Javon is really dynamic making reads of the defense, and I think Jaden is growing there and doing that. And that's what you said, confidence, because we trust him. The coaching staff trusts him. His teammates trust him that he's going to make reads off whatever action we get into. And he's doing that, and he's confident. I think, what did he have, 18 and 10 tonight? 18 and 11, you know, and, and he rebounded the ball. He got assists for us. So, yeah, I mean, he, he was obviously key. Uh, and then uh, Coach Schwartz on the three games in five-day stretch that the Pirates are going to be in the middle of tomorrow at Tulane. After the Houston game, we said, guys, this is going to be a pretty unique experience in college. This is like an NBA week. You're going to play a team late, late game, TV game, get on a plane the next day, go and play the same team in a back-to-back in their building, and then after the game there, go and spend a day in another city and get ready to play UCF Orlando on Sunday in an afternoon game. So I said, we all know it. Everyone's aspiration is to play at that level and be a professional where you get a chance to at least feel what it is preparation-wise, taking care of your body, mentality. So when we looked at Tulane, we looked at it like, hey, this is 80 minutes of basketball coming up against the same team. And we got to do our share to give ourselves a chance to win as many segments of that 80 as we can, the way we analytically break it down. And tonight we were fortunate enough to do that. Now you got to repeat and start over again. All right, let's hear from the seniors, uh, David Kasang and I, on his journey to ECU. Came from Navy, had one offer out of high school just to be here playing high-level basketball is a dream. So to be here, being embraced by the fans, just all the love that the Greenville community has shown me has been, has been a blessing. And he talked about his role this season. Early on in the season, I played a lot of minutes, but uh, just like to play my role for this team, just selfless, love developing the younger guys and being a like, leader and mentor to them. So being in the game and just being able to contribute and make winning plays, it was great just because we got the win. So that was the most important thing for me. You know, both these guys were also uh, seniors on a team that had a coaching change and uh, were contributors in their own way. And uh, that's that's certainly a lot to to uh, thank them for. Uh, this is Luigi Debo on wanting to play for ECU all four years. Like I said, I've been here a long time. Like, I've seen a lot of people coming in, like, you know, leaving. And I, I always told myself, like, it's easy to go somewhere else, but I just want to do it here, man. Like, it don't matter how you start, it don't matter how you finish, but I just want to be here. And, I, and I'm proud of that for sticking, like, from the, from the start to the end. Luigi on his role this year. My role this year was just, you know, being about the team, like, be a, be a, a big brother for them, you know, show them, you know, how, like, ECU wants us to win so bad. So, you know, just for the fan, like when you go out there, you just you guys got to play hard and do the right thing. Obviously, me, I just I just want to win. That's what I want to do. Just want to win. Go out there, just you know, play hard and want to win games. All right, uh, good stuff there. That's today's uh, pirate report. Uh, some house cleaning for the week and the weekend, as we mentioned tomorrow. 
94-3 the game, Pirate Baseball, 431st pitch scheduled between ECU and Indiana. So when Pirate Basketball starts tomorrow night, that will be on 100,000-watt flamethrowing flagship station of your ECU Pirates, 107.9 WNCT. So they'll have the game tomorrow night. Uh, And then the... Pirate baseball game Saturday, also a 4.15 airtime and a 4.30 start. That will be at uh, ECU and the Dirtbags of uh, Long Beach State. And then Sunday, Ben, correct me if I'm wrong on this now. Uh, Sunday, we've got uh, Pirate basketball on 94.3 the game at 2 o'clock for a 3 o'clock tip. Is that right? We do. Yep, okay. absolutely. That's against UCF, and I think the Pirates are due against UCF, by the way. Absolutely, yeah. Brandon Suggs, Be good we, need to to, get, we need to show him some. Yeah. Be good to beat them, and then, uh, especially in that building. And then um, the Pirates will be on Talk 103.7 WTIB for baseball. Is that right? I think that's correct. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be on 107. That baseball wouldn't be on 107.9. Yeah, hard to keep up, um, but I believe that's right. Yeah. And then, uh, let me look. I know it is, it, it is right. I just wanted to make sure, though, uh, if I, if I misspoke on any of that. Let me check really quick, uh, the time. I don't, cause I'm not doing the Sunday game for TV. I don't, uh, 3.30. So it'll be a 3.15 airtime on Sun, on, uh, 103.7 WTIB. Talk 103.7 WTIB. Uh, so yeah. There you go. That's that's the busy pirate weekend. Next week's the week where the pirates head to Kannapolis to play Queens, and then they uh, come back and play at Elon on Wednesday. We will not have a show next Wednesday. So there you go. All right, uh, Chris Cookie Cook with a ninety-four-three the game sports flash update for Team Boneyard, and then when we get uh, back, Audrey Leclaire will join us. Daughter of Keith LeClaire will talk about uh, Coach LeClaire's life and legacy. And uh, the LeClaire's will be in town for this week's LeClaire Classic. So all of that when we get back uh, after this timeout. But before that, here's Chris. Starting off, ECU men's basketball picked up a win last night in Minji's over Tulane, 83-68 to to improve to 15-14 and on the season. ECU head coach Mike Schwartz talked about stressing defense this game after their rough showing against Houston. Tulane is as dynamic and explosive an offensive team as there is, heck, in the conference for sure and maybe in the country uh, in terms of their players, what they do, their talent, the way they shoot the ball, they can play off the bounce. So there was obviously a huge emphasis building in in terms of game planning that, hey, we're playing an elite offensive team. This Friday at Clark LeClaire Stadium, ECU Baseball will host Indiana at 4.30 p.m. Live coverage can be heard right here on 94.3 The Game with Scott Rogers and Dr. Gary Overton on the call. Network coverage begins at 4.15 p.m. Elm Street Park right here in Greenville will be your host for the 2023 Softball World Series. And for the first time ever, the championship game of the series will be broadcast on ABC. Six region championships will also be broadcast on ESPN. We're sad to hear that former Panthers owner and founder Jerry Richardson passed away earlier today at the age of 86. The Arnold Palmer Invitational in Orlando. Last week's winner, Chris Kirk, tied five under with Cameron Young. And world number one, John Rahm, is now seven under. Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Spieth are in a group of players who are a shot back. 
Kevin Durant made his debut for the Phoenix Suns last night and shined, recording 23 points, six rebounds, two assists, and two blocks in his first game since early January. Durant had been sidelined with a knee injury and was traded to the Suns from the Brooklyn Nets. And finally, the Jacksonville Jaguars are expected to place the franchise tag on tight end Evan Ingram. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. This sports update is brought to you by Team Boneyard, an NIL initiative directly supporting Pirates student-athletes. For info on how to join, please visit teamboneyard.org. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on the other side of this quick timeout right here on 94.3 The Game. Coming up this weekend is the 20th annual LeClaire Classic, East Carolina baseball from Clark LeClaire Stadium. Pirates will play Indiana. They will play Long Beach State. They will play Georgetown. Those schools will play one another. It has become an annual event in Greenville that is as big on the baseball calendar as any, big on the sports calendar as any. And on this year of 23 in 23, the road to Omaha, it is a great pleasure to talk once again on the radio here to the daughter of the great Keith LeClaire, Audrey LeClaire, who has become our favorite guest. So, uh, Audrey, so nice to speak to you. I hope you're well. Yes, thank you so much for having me. A fun weekend uh, as far as players coming back to Greenville. Uh, watching great baseball action. The LeClaire family is going to be back. We're sad why the reason this reunion's happening, but the joy that will occur this weekend, I mean, it's, just, it's part of the bigger plan, isn't it, and part of a, a bigger legacy that your father's led. Yes, and it's always um, a good time for us to come back and, we enjoy seeing everybody and um, seeing the Greenville community. And it's, you know, Pirate Nation is a fan base that we love and cherish dearly. So it's always an exciting time for us. Coach Godwin told me the other day about kind of the first conversation he had with your, your dad. Uh, he had redshirted his first year, as he put it, not on a great team. And then, you know, there's the new coach coming in and so your dad comes in, and it's Rabbit Fulgham, your dad, and uh, Howard McCullough with, with Cliff, and they're eating lunch at Peden's or something. I mean, so that's that's the first, you know, big uh, big big interaction between between Cliff Godwin and, and your dad. And as as I told Coach God, there's a lot of good baseball knowledge at that table. A lot of good, a lot oh, yeah. of really good baseball knowledge at that table. So there that is, and, and here you are with, uh, you know, you're kind of coming back, and I, and I know you've, uh, you know, it's, it's just funny for guys like Coach Godwin and others that played in the program uh, to see you and your brother growing up, and then you guys are such a big part of, of this weekend and, and of the regionals and postseason. You guys have made trips back. It just, it's really, I think, a huge deal for everybody involved. Yeah, absolutely, and a lot of those guys um, – would come to the house all the time for dinner and things like that. And so, you know, when JD and I were younger, it was like they were staples in our household and kind of bigger brothers that we didn't know were bigger brothers at the time. And, um, you know, they play baseball in the backyard with us and basketball. So um, a lot of them are definitely important in our lives as well. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, your, your mom, Lynn, uh, your brother, JD, and, and Audrey LeClaire will be there as well. And it is a part of the LeClaire Classic that uh, goes on every year in Greenville. I know uh, Coach Godwin wears your dad's number, and he'll, he'll tell you it's it's 
Coach Claire's number. It's not his number. Um, and then the players now all wear that jersey. That has to be pretty cool for you all to to kind of watch that. It it really is. And um, you know, we came back. I think it was a couple years ago, and we had no idea that um, they were even planning that. And it's it's super special, and it's cool to see um, all the twenty threes on the on the field. And I just know that um, that Dad is more than proud of um, what Cliff's done with the program and what the team's doing last year, this year, um, what they do on and off the field, and the things that we don't see. And um, it there's no better representation at ECU um, than Coach Godwin right now. You are pretty busy. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but refresh my memory. Did you cut? Were you all able to go to the the Super last year in Greenville? It seems like you were, but but correct me if I'm wrong. There, we were. Yep, um, regional and super regional. Okay, we were there. What an environment! Incredible. You've seen I, a few. I, you've seen a few baseball environments in your day. <laughs> I have, and I, you know, I may be biased, but I don't think that there's anywhere better than Clark LeClaire Stadium in Greenville, North Carolina, and those Pirate faithful fans, and, you know, I think everybody should experience it, um, but that environment was incredible. It was amazing the other week, last weekend, last Friday, with UNC playing, and the crowd just turned, flipped a switch. And all of a sudden, there you are. It's uh, it, it's that that crowd and that environment totally turned that course of the game. So I mean, it, it is it is truly a a special place with special fans, and uh, that super regional environment was was other world. So it, it, it was something. And you've been to Omaha a few times. So, I have. I have been twice. Okay. How do you feel about? The mantra of 23 and 23, I mean, it seems to have a nice ring to it, doesn't it? It does. You know, that would be quite the storyline, of course. Um, but, you know, just got to just gotta keep your head down and take one day at a time. Spoken like a true coach's daughter there. Just one day at a time. That's that's what you got to do. Audrey LeClaire is with us. Do you, uh, do you may not know this, so I don't know if this is something you would be aware of. But, you know, everybody has a number, and they have their connection in sports to their number for whatever reason. And it could be very personal. It could be that was just the jersey I always wore. Do you know why 23 was Coach LeClaire's number? You know, I don't. Um, I want to say, and I could be getting this wrong, but it was just the number he had available when he went to Western because um, I don't know how many people know this, but he was kind of a walk-on at Western Carolina. Okay. Um a kid that coach coach Jack Leggett took a gamble on. And um, so I don't think there was any special significance at the time. It was just kind of the number that was available and he took it. And he wore it ever since. And he wore the heck out of and it. He did. He yeah. certainly did. Gosh, yep. that's crazy. That is isn't that funny how that works. It really, like I said, there's always kind of a reason, you know, that you like the number or is the first Jersey I got or so that's, that's really cool. Uh, well, yeah. Audrey LeClaire is with us. Uh, great weekend ahead of baseball in Greenville. And, uh, Audrey is quite accomplished in her own, in her own right. Uh, last we spoke with you, you were in, are in medical school. So give everybody the, the update of kind of what you're doing now. 
So I am almost finished with my third year of medical school, so I'll have one left. Um, I'll graduate in May of 2024. Um, I'm currently in Fort Smith, Arkansas, about an hour west of Fayetteville. So hoping to pop up there and catch a catch an Arkansas baseball game <laughs> at some point this season. Um, check out that college environment since that yeah. is supposed to be one of the better ones too. Um, but just kind of doing clinical rotations, um, finishing everything up. Wow. And then we were talking a little bit before we went on the air here. Um, you're really excited about medicine in the ER, which is I am. which is crazy to me. But you know, it takes it takes a certain constitution about somebody. So you you have that. That's pretty cool. What what brought you to to want to to be an ER doc? Um, you know, I that was kind of my first clinical experience when I was applying to medical school. I was actually working as a medical assistant um, and studying for my MCAT, which is a prerequisite, prerequisite exam to get into med school. And um, it just so happened to be in emergency medicine. And I really grew to um, appreciate the time that you get to spend with patients in some of their darkest and worst times of their life. And you can be that comfort and um, just that care. And also I've had a mentor that kind of said that anybody driving by or walking by sees that emergency sign and they know that somebody in there is going to care for them. And you know how neat it is to be that person that sometimes they just need to talk um, and they see that and they see that, you know, somebody in there is going to care and, just to be able to be that physician and that provider, I think is pretty cool. Um, but also, I I like change and I like challenges, and you never know what's going to walk through the door. And um, I I do enjoy that aspect of it too. Yeah, it's that's that's something that, that really says a lot about you. Uh, so, uh, and and look, I'm I'm just a, a dumb dummy broadcaster. But uh, so you're in the rotate the clinical rotations now. Then there's residency. Yes, I'm setting you yep. up for something here. Uh, you, you, <laughs> you, you might have some interest in somewhere close to here for residency, right? Yes. Yep. Um, my ultimate dream would be to uh, find myself back in Greenville, North Carolina, and I've always said that um, that community gave so much to me and my family, and the love that they poured out um, and the care during one of the hardest times of our lives. Um, it would mean nothing more to me than to be able to go back and give back to that community um, in a in a way that um, for me would kind of bring things full circle. So in other words, let's get Audrey here to do a residency. Let's make this happen. <laughs> she put it a lot more elegantly than I did, uh, but that's what we, that's what we want to have happen. Basically, that would be amazing. And then you could go to as many baseball games as your work schedule would allow. So that's the other. I know. That's yeah. the other uh, cool thing about uh, that. Uh, Audrey LeClaire, who is who has uh, become, and I know this is probably not anything you necessarily, you know, wanted to do, but I think you're such a great representative for your family and your dad's legacy. So I, it's always great to talk to you when you do these interviews. It blows me away. You know, there there are people that do a lot of these and are not great at them. But, I mean, you're just such a great uh, representative. So I, it's always fun to me to talk to you because uh, you, you're just fabulous when you come on the air with us. But um, 
you've also updated us in the past, Audrey, about your brother and, and all that. So, J.D., update all our listeners of Pirate Nation where J.D. is now and what he's up to, your brother. Yeah, he um, he has been married for about a year and a half now. Whoa! Um, he works, <laughs> I know, crazy, crazy. Um, he works uh, in an environmental science job, so uh, does a lot with water and um, soil and that kind of thing. Way outside of my knowledge of biology, so he and I kind of have different different ends yeah. of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, the kid could walk you through the woods and tell you the scientific name of any animal or tree or anything like that. Um, so he's just working and and um, hits the woods and hunts a lot. So that's cool. That's kind of what he's up to. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And then uh, your mom, Lynn, uh, how is she and what is she up to now? She is good. She is actually um, still teaching. Um, wow. <laughs> she started teaching back a, quite a few years ago, but she teaches resource K through five. Um, so she stays busy with that. Pretty amazing stuff. They'll all be here this weekend, uh, and uh, it's going to be a, a fantastic weekend, uh, as it always is with the uh, LeClaire Classic in Greenville and uh, East Carolina, along with Indiana. And uh, also Georgetown and uh, the Dirtbags of Long Beach State. I think Coach would really like all of these different teams. The Indiana, they've got a young kind of young coach like Coach LeClaire that's got a, a vision and a dream, you know, to build that program up and is doing it the right way. Uh, Georgetown, I mean, that's a lot of smart guys. And then, I mean, the Dirtbags, it's a term of endearment in baseball. So I think, I, know. I think Coach LeClaire would love this field this week. You know, it's it's an eclectic field, and I think, you know, in previous seasons, don't really, haven't looked at them too much this year, but in previous seasons, those teams have been good. So um, I think it's a good challenge to bring in all these different teams and, um, you know, kind of kind of challenge, challenge themselves and um, hopefully come out with three wins. That's what we're all. Yeah, that's what we're all hoping for. Absolutely, and uh, it's a, you're right. It is a, it's a really solid field. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Audrey Leclaire, we'll see her out there this weekend. Safe travels to Greenville, and thanks for the time. Thank you so much. Awesome to have Audrey with us. Just, just what a what an impressive, impressive person. All right, uh, a break, and when we get back, uh, we'll wrap things up. Final show of the week, PJ Show. The, uh, you know, it's rivalry kind of weekend with basketball guy uh, teams finishing up the year and all that. And uh, Last night in Tuscaloosa, Auburn uh, losing to Alabama and kind of blew a lead, I think. And then I, I'm a little surprised they do this, but. You know, at the end of the game, the coach comes out. I mean, Mike Schwartz does this. Now, he does it kind of after a, a period of time, a cool-down period. And other coaches do this. But then there's other deals where they send somebody back and you get an interview alive on a wireless mic or you record. Well, Bruce Pearl went, I guess, goes right to the radio network for Auburn as soon as the game's over. And is taught, no cool-down period. Just goes right to him, and they hand him a headset, and they're talking to him. Dangerous so game the, to play. It, it was in this case. So 
I, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but the the thing for the for certain announcers to do is to put a camera on themselves when they're doing a radio call because they can't show the action. And I mean, it's kind of dorky, but nonetheless, that's become the in vogue thing, so they can tweet out, you know, their reaction and all that. What to each their own. Bruce, so I guess this is the Auburn announcer who has this rolling, and this is where the audio comes from. This is Bruce Pearl. There's two cuts here, and this is like a, a, a minute-and-a-half interview. And it, this is how it starts. Play it, Cookie. You know, obviously they made some made some plays. We had a hard time staying in front of them at the end of the day. Um, I'm just sick and tired of our guys getting smashed down there. Smashed! His blood was boiling. He needed to hold my beer oh, segment. Gosh. He needed to hold my beer. Uh, so then they were asking him questions about the Gabby. There's like a long pause after that. And then they ask him a question, and he gives him a real short answer. There's a couple of those. And then finishes. This is how the interview finishes. We'll get ready to play Tennessee. We were, we were incredibly outmanned at the end. At three, four guys on the bench in foul trouble. You can hear him booing him afterwards. Cool off can, there, buddy. But see, that's why I think he did it right after, because the Alabama fans were still there, and they were heckling him from the crowd and booing him and all that. It's a dangerous <sighs> game to play not given that cool-down period. you got to have the cool-down period. you got to have the cool-down period. And, I mean, I've seen the video of this, so from the other angle, like a fan shot it on his cell phone, so you can't hear what Pearl's saying, but you see his... He's steaming. Oh, I'm sure that's all you needed to see. I'm sure you didn't yeah, even yeah, need yeah. to hear that. But but he must have gone there right after the game because, you know, the thing now is, like, the people that are the event staff, they'll go and they'll join hands and they'll create a chain. So if the kids storm the court or the students or whoever storms the court, you've got, you know, a line where the players and coaches can do their handshake and everybody gets to the, you know, to the end relatively or gets to their locker rooms relatively relatively unscathed right and then everybody storms the court and everybody so i i that was the case there was like that that human chain of event workers i don't think they were storming the court in alabama for beating auburn in basketball but i mean it was something it was really something and he he slams the head these headphones are expensive headphones are expensive oh yeah i'm sure you heard about that after oh no nobody was saying anything to that dude he could have he could have torn the headphones in half, and nobody would have said anything <laughs> to him. Nobody was saying anything to that guy. Well, uh, if you're just joining us to here at the end, as we get ready to go, uh, our great uh, friend and colleague Ben B. Baby Byram, final day will be next week. He's moving on to uh, the world of TV news. We'll uh, honor Ben some more next week. Busting out his joint. Busting out. And then... Uh, Trust me, this is a great joint to, to be a part of. I've, I've been to some radio jobs that felt like you were getting paroled. Oh, absolutely. I love it here. This is not one of them. Um, we've got uh, big thanks to Audrey LeClaire for joining us. Pirate baseball tomorrow and all weekend. Uh, thanks to Cookie. Thanks to Ben.